Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Rook with Scott Barlick, Coima Coima Barlick. Well, the livestock futures are trading a little bit lower this morning. We're kind of mixed here in the grain trade. And Scott, uh, the cattle market, like I said, a little pressure there. But do you feel like, you know, with the weather that we've had this week, that we have enough weather premium into this market or not? Well, thanks for having me. And that, that's a great question to start with because we've been in this nice little sideways trading range, not a lot of action here, which, which yeah, we're not, I'm not complaining about after what we just went through at the end of last year, but uh, that doesn't feel like that's penciling in any of this weather premium. I, I keep hearing about chain speed and, you know, packers are having to cancel loads, but right. like this, this big of a, of a weather system in such cattle feeding country that I think that's a really friendly story that that's more where I would lean to what it should affect the market because our problem in the cattle, one of them has been, been the weights. Our carcass weights are huge. And we knew that we had great weather. We had cheap corn um, and producers fighting the market. Those three things were really putting the weight on the cattle. This is going to change. I mean, this is going to say, Hey, these cattle got to go. They're, they're going to be going backwards in some of these these weather conditions, and it's going to be a, an absolute struggle uh, to keep the weight on these cattle, to get them gaining what you want them to gain. So I'm more looking at the long term that this is really going to help out the cattle market than worrying about losing some days here and there from a packer. So um, I, I don't think we've got enough premium penciled in because of the weather, and I think it's just going to be the gift that keeps on giving. The snow is here. It's going to be around for a while. Yard conditions are going to be in rough shape. And uh, we've got a large number of the dairy cross calves. Uh, they are not set up for this kind of weather as well. So, I mean, with that, uh, that amount of numbers in uh, cattle feeding country, uh, that's going to be struggle. Productions, uh, it, it's going to get tough. And I think we need to probably rally more because of that. Yeah, and the boxes have rallied here artificially because of the pullback in the chain speeds, haven't they? They have. I, I think they needed something to bounce off of. They've been on the slow bleed, and it's it's January. That, <coughs> excuse me, can happen. I mean, you're a little slow seasonally, and uh, not, nobody's really firing up the grill other than me. I got my propane bottle filled yesterday, but um, it, it, that's where we're getting a little bounce off from the slow chain speed, but I, I do think demand has been holding pretty firm, surprisingly. And looking at some of these retail prices compared to a year ago and compared to history, you know, we're, we're crawling below year ago levels on some of these prices, on some of these cuts. So so I, I, I think that bodes well. Uh, we're trying to decide if the health of the consumer is good or not. We were always wrestling about this economy over the last three years here, what, what the health is. But um, I, I am a little worried that maybe these high interest rates are you know, just have been weighing on the consumer long enough to where that's maybe putting a little bit of a struggle there. So anytime they say we're lowering interest rates, I feel good. I think that's that's good for the consumer, uh, the consumer's health. So hopefully some of that outside news will kind of leave us alone and we can uh, get back to the, you know, we know the consumer wants our beef product and, and that's the way they're going to be. Yeah, that's definitely been proven. Uh, what about the cash trade? We haven't seen much this week so far. It's been kind of in that steady, firm tone. Yeah, steady, firm, and, and and pretty slow. It seems like they're kind of, you know, nickel and diming every day. There's a few head that sell. We're not all trading at the same time, I think, you know, partly because of the weather and trying to make sure wind loads can go. So, so it seems like every day we've had just a little bit of trade, and it's all been real similar. Um, some of the regionals were out in front, bidding 175. 
uh, getting quite a few head around them and some 272 in the meat. Uh, some of that 272 was with uh, with the uh, grid premiums on uh, attached for plus on that. If it's a plus, I'm, I'm, it's been great selling premiums, uh, you know, as far as with that choice select cutout that was so wide. It has gotten quite a bit narrower. So I'm curious to see if that's going to take away some of that premium that we've got, that we've been getting. Uh, that you know, they're still saying, I think I can pick up $6 on the grid, but it's, uh, we'll, we'll see. But uh, if that extra choice uh, over the select is going to pay that well anymore. What are you thinking about the technical picture of the market? Because we took a run at the 50-day moving average and the Feb contract couldn't get through it. So we're going to need more bullish news to get us over that hump, aren't we? Yeah, we haven't had any any major breakouts yet. You've got, you know, consolidation on a lot of these moving averages where they're all kind of starting to line up. And uh, some of those deferred contracts where the, the biggest story is have, have tried to cross. Uh, the, the fronts have not. So um, I do like that fact that we do see some of the deferreds do it. And I always kind of think if if the deferred contract do something that I really like, that the fronts can eventually work their way to it too, uh, or vice versa. You know, if the fronts, you know, breaking out of something, then usually the deferreds can follow suit. So uh, maybe I'm just more in the hope category on that, but there's, there's nothing that I'm looking at a chart that says, wow, that's exactly what I needed to get this thing to move higher or to lower. Uh, we're, we're pretty sideways in a range and going to need some news to break that out. Yeah. Feeders are still feeling good just because of the inventory kind of tightening or continuing to tighten. Yeah. Continuing to tighten. I guess I'd look at, it seems like these January feeder calf runs are a lot slower, a lot tighter. The numbers are just down compared to year ago levels. And yes, we placed a lot of calves early, uh, October, November. We saw that on the Catalan feed report. So there's not near as many available, um, you know, out there, plus our smaller cow herd. And, and that's what we're going to really highlight here in the end of the month. We've got our cattle inventory report. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that more than I am the cattle on feed report, because that's kind of the true long-term story. You know, it's the, it's the story that got us to where we were at all time highs with that tight cow herd. So I, I am looking forward to it, I guess. So that way we can see, okay, are we rebuilding this cow herd or not yet? The, the slaughter of heifers over the last year, uh, the steer to heifer ratio tells me heifers were in the feed yard last year. So they are not sitting here with a, with a baby in their belly ready to have a calf here uh, coming up this spring. So we still need that heifer retention. That still needs to, to happen to rebuild this cow herd. Um, so I think feeder prices are firm, and I think that's going to be what's going to be the leader for this year um, to try to lead us. If we're going to get to some higher prices, it's got to come from the feeders. Yeah. Hogs, we were up six days in a row and today we're down. So is this a little profit taking or is this thing just run out of gas? Uh, a little bit of both, but I'll go with more of the run out of gas is, is my thought. We've got a, you know, we had a little product rally uh, probably with some of this disruption and the chain speed and, and getting product out. But I think once we get, uh, you know, next week, get back into a normal schedule, I still think we've got, you know, the weights you know, quite a bit over year ago levels. We've, we've got big weights and you're, you got to used to that large carcass number that you see um, from what we're used to. So I think there's plenty of hogs to chew through. And once we get the, the, uh, the slaughter speed working good, I, I think it's going to be trouble again. So I think it's correction time and the hogs is a nice run using it as an opportunity to, to have some hedges on and some protection here. Yeah. 
And of course, we have the USDA reports with the emphasis on the S on that coming up here today. You know, we've had such a sell-off in the grain trade, especially soybeans, to start the year. Do you think that there's anything in this report that can get the markets um, changing trend to see a rally and the funds maybe getting out of some of these shorts? Right. I think there's that hope. We always... I keep hearing about the January report and, and it is a market mover. It is one that moves. And it, we used to have so many limit moves from this January, you know, as soon as it came out, but um, it used to come out when the market was not open, when it was not trading. And, and I, I feel like we've not done the, the, the limit moves since it's been at 11 o'clock. I don't like it at 11 o'clock just because it's, you know, the computers get the data before we do, but I don't, you know, to answer your question, I don't know that I see that, that there's going to be any kind of information that's going to really turn the tide, get some of these funds out. We know we had a pretty good sized crop and usually big crops get bigger. Um, I've got that fear that that's what's coming for us on this report. Uh, and that's probably why the funds are, are short and we've just been a slow bleed lower. But, but saying all of that, these option prices are just so cheap to me, especially on some of these corn prices that, I don't think the market expects it to have a big move either way. So uh, I think this might be one of the more dull January reports that we've had. Uh, I feel like we're just going to turn the page and say, okay, we've got a, a pretty decent supply. we got South America getting rain. Uh, we got overseas turmoil. We, we just have to fight all of that same news as soon as we uh, turn the page from this. Yeah, we'll see how long we trade the reports and then go back to those other things you talked about. All right, thanks for joining us. Scott Varlick with Quimma Quimma Varlick, that is Markets Now.